0: Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me. Super excited to be here with you today. Today, I want to talk about words. That's right, words. I want to talk about how you say certain things. I want to talk about the words you use that will either get you the deal or lose you the deal. Now, the other day, I was having this discussion, and I remember the person said to me, Victor, you're wrong. And I was like, what? He says, you're wrong. To which I immediately said, what do you mean I'm wrong? Now, we had a polite discussion after that, but I, I thought about that. I said, you know, as soon as he said to me, you're wrong, immediately that part of my brain, my amygdala, that reptilian part of my brain that is always about fight, flight, or fight, you know, said, what do you mean I'm wrong? And I often hear this with salespeople, they say the wrong things. They don't know how to frame a disagreement. And so what I wanna talk about in this podcast is how do you frame a disagreement when you don't agree with what the customer is saying? You're selling them something, you don't disagree with them, you don't say, I disagree with you, because that's just gonna cause that reaction. And how we respond to a statement made by a customer will determine whether we can move the conversation forward or backwards, right? In other words, we need to frame things correctly. For example, if I'm talking to somebody and it's a customer and the customer says something that I disagree with, now, I have to let them know that what they're thinking is not really right, but I'm not gonna say, you're wrong. Now, I know you're not gonna do that either, but let's assume that that wants to come out of your mouth. You're wrong. Instead of saying you're wrong, I would say something like this. They finished talking, I said, Mr. Customer, I can see why you would think that based on the, let's say, information you have or the experience you had. Let me say it again. I can see why you would think that, Mr. Customer, based on the information you have or the experience you've gone through. That said, allow me to show you another perspective. Now, let's deconstruct this thing. Instead of saying you're wrong, I'm saying, you know, I can see why you would think that. Now, I am totally being sympathetic. Then I go for pure empathy here based on the information you currently have. Or I can say, based on your past experience, I can see why you would think that. Now, what I've done is I've acknowledged that person's way of thinking. In fact, I'm saying, yes, I get it. I understand why you would think that based on the information you have or based on the experience you've lived. Then I say something like this, that said. Now, notice I insert the phrase that said. Let me tell you why that's a powerful word because you never want to use the word but. We know this as salespeople. As soon as you say but, it negates everything that came before that. So as soon as I say but that's almost like a trigger. When you insert the word but into a conversation, that triggers somebody negatively. It's happened to you, I'm sure. You know, somebody says, you know, I really like what you're saying. I hear what your thoughts are. And you know, you make some good points, but, and as soon as you hear, but what does your brain think, but what? Right? So what I often do is I swap out the word, but I either use and, if I want to add something to it in case they miss something, or if I disagree with them and I want to add something they haven't thought about, I always insert that said. See, instead of but, that said. So again, I can see why you would think that, Mr. Customer, based on the information you have. That said, allow me to share with you another perspective. That said, shift, allow me to share with you another perspective. Now, notice I didn't say, that said, let me tell you why you're wrong. No, I said, that said, allow me to share with you another perspective. It's a very soft way, it's almost like sliding it under the door without people getting defensive. Again, if they hear the words you're wrong or but, the defense mechanisms like, you know, it's like Star Trek shields up, they come up and all of a sudden there'll be a defensive move there and all of a sudden you find yourself in a more argumentative situation. How about something like this? You know, somebody says, you know, I don't want to do that now. You ever have somebody request something and, you know, somebody will say, I don't want to do that now. Now, again, you don't want to say, I don't want to do that now. Let's say your customer, you know, you say that to your customer, I don't want to do that now. Instead of saying that, let's say you want to push back on your customer a little bit, right? Instead of saying, I don't want to do that now or I can't do that right now, maybe you can say something like this. You know, I see what you're trying to do and it makes sense. That said... Let's consider the timing. If we were to dot, 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 dot. Now, let's break that apart again. Let's break that down. Instead of saying, I don't want to do that right now, or I don't want to do that now, you say, you know, I see what you're trying to do, and it makes sense. Again, sympathy and empathy, right? I get you. That said, pivot. Consider the timing. If we were to do that now, and then bah, 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 you explain things. You see how that's just more eloquent. Just It takes a little more time. If you're thinking, well, Victor, that's a lot of words. Instead of saying, you're wrong, you're adding these sentences. Instead of saying, I don't want to do that, now you're adding this long sentence. Well, here's the reality. I'd rather spend some extra time saying a few more words than having to repair the damage of a conversation. So keep this in mind that it's worth considering these phrases. Here's another one. You know, instead of telling the customer, let's say the customer doesn't want to buy right now, and, you know, you say something like this. You know, sooner or later, you're going to have to do it. Now, as soon as you say that to a customer, you realize they're going to get very defensive. What do you mean, sooner or later, I have to do it? Maybe that's true, but maybe I don't have to do it now, Victor, right? It just sounds so harsh. And again, that part of the brain just like, ah, pushes back. So instead of saying something like, sooner or later, you're going to have to do it, Mr. Customer, why don't you try to soften that up? You know, say something like this, Mr. Customer, it's human nature to delay the unpleasant, so I understand. Now, see again, I understand, I always understand. It's human nature to delay the unpleasant, I understand. So allow me to suggest a painless approach. Allow me to suggest a better way of doing this. Or, you know, the issue is, eventually, the more we delay this, the more it's going to cost you money. And I'm really concerned about how much money you're losing. Now, again, what am I trying to do? I'm just trying to generate some empathy. I'm here to help you, Mr. Customer. I'm thinking about you. So instead of saying sooner or later you're going to have to do it, I'm going to say, it's human nature to want to delay the unpleasant, so I understand. But allow me to suggest a painless approach. That's one thing you can say. Or you can say is, you know, I understand also the issue. That said, the issue is that the longer you delay, the more it's costing your company. And that's hurting me, and I'm sure it's going to be hurting you. Based on that... Don't you think now would be a good time for us to make this decision? You see how I'm just kind of softening it up? And so what I want you to do is to be aware of the words you use when you disagree with somebody or you wanna push back. Let me say it again, I want you to become aware of what you say when you disagree with somebody or you need to push back a little bit. Monitor your own words. In fact, here's here's an exercise for you. Monitor other conversations and be aware of when people disagree with each other, what they're saying and how they're saying it, and then watch for reactions. It's a great social experiment, so remember, you don't have to push back hard. What you say, how you say it, how you frame it, will determine how the customer receives your suggestion or your information. So again, don't push back hard, push back gently, and remember the phrase, always pivot on empathy. That said, and then give them a suggestion. That's the formula, okay? That simple. That's it for the Sales Influence Podcast. I hope that was useful. Don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. Let me know what you think. I'd greatly appreciate it. Also, check out my online sales training platform. You know the deal. SalesMasteryAcademy.us. SalesMasteryAcademy.us. There you will find all my courses, all my videos over 300, my books, And if you're serious about increasing your sales ability, go to SalesMasteryAcademy.us. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care. Hi, I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker?